Hey there, runners. Welcome to a brand new uh, podcast. And my name is Paul Lopez. I'll be filling in for Olivia. And um, Olivia won't be uh, with us today. And uh, we send our condolences to her and her family. So today, um, the topics that we're going to be covering are community, culture, and campus. And so Lyric's going to kick off the show. Uh, Lyric, what's going on with men's basketball? Okay, so the men's basketball just had a game last Saturday. Um, they played against Biola University. It wasn't like their first real game. It was like an exhibition game. They did pretty good for it to be like, you know, their game before their first official game. There's a little bit they can work on, but that's not anything that they can't fix. The final score was 57 to 77, so we won. Brent Rapp didn't really play that much because of his foot injury. He played a little bit. And after interviewing him, he's hoping to get back into the game fully this first coming game. They have this Friday at 7 p.m. Um, playing against Whittier College. And not only they're playing against Whittier College, but that game is also their ring ceremony for them to receive their NIT rings. Great. And so you also have some audio of... of I have some audio from the um, coach and which is coach um coach Barnes. Barnes. and then i have some um audio from ricky and he's a junior from um a junior college in mississippi great and so uh right now um here is coach Barnes on men's basketball uh i guess i'll start by saying uh win is win uh, i was uh really pleased with a lot of our guys some of them i uh, didn't think played as well as they're capable of playing but that's the ha- that's going to happen early we're young and experienced, and we're learning uh, each night out with our players. But I really do uh, like our team. Uh, we're probably where I thought we would be at this point uh, going into next Friday. Um, we got a lot of different pieces. We just got to come together. I think our chemistry is for us. Our guys and how they feel about each other is very good. I just think uh, when we're out there on that court, we got to get to know each other better, and that's only going to happen uh, through just playing. So. Uh, after two games, exhibition games, uh, I think we're ready for a regular season game, and we got to have a good week of practice this week, and uh, look forward to next Friday with our first uh, regular season game. You talk about being physical. Uh, we didn't pursue the ball well tonight. Uh, I think some of that was probably lack of days goodness on our part because we had better sides than they did, and can't take anybody for granted. But right now, we're going to be a team, and there's going to be some games that. Uh, that we're going to, you know, rebound well, but there's going to be other games just because of our experience we have on the court where, you know, we may turn the ball over a little bit more. We may, you know, may not shoot it as well. It's just what happens in the process of what you're doing. Uh, the great thing about it, you mentioned it, it wasn't, you know, one of those areas I think we've got to do better at. So this week we'll be focusing a lot on rebounding. Hopefully uh, come Friday we'll do a better job. Here is Brent Rapp talking about what he expects this season and how he thinks the team is going to do. I think we got uh, more offensive potential than we did last year, but uh, we just got a lot of uh, youth right now, and we got to uh, kind of catch that up. The way Ricky and Kel are playing right now and Dame, and uh, then when I come back, it's going to be uh, pretty good for us, I think. Our third final piece is from Ricky Holden, and he is going to give us a little recap of the game and how he thought they did. Uh, the crowd was really, really good, and I feel like we played good. We just got to uh, pick up some stuff on defense, and we'll be all right. 
I think in some positions we were undisciplined, reaching and everything. That's why they called what they were calling out there. But for the most part, it was all right. Uh, rap, I feel Lee Rap is going to be pretty good because he's been working every day, working hard on his uh, injury. He's really, I don't think he's really hurt no more. Coach just want to get him to feel the game, back in the game and everything. He's doing pretty good, though. Uh, I feel like we can go. We we have so many talented players that we can put in any lineup, and we we should be all right at the one spot, two spot, or three spot. And uh, just playing offense, just playing ball, and playing defense, we we're gonna be good. Great work, uh, lyric. Um, so some some upcoming uh, men's basketball games. We have Whittier College on the tenth of November, and that game's on a Friday at seven p.m. inside the Arcardo Center. Um, and also, too, they go on the road, and they won't be back um, home until December 2nd, which they will be playing Northern Arizona. And so they'll be back December 2nd, and they'll be playing against Northern Arizona on a Saturday at 7 p.m. in the Arcardo Center. I uh, can't forget about our women's basketball. Um, Lyric, what, what happened with women's basketball? Well, they just had an expedition game on November 7th um, at the Arcado Center. And they seem like they're pretty good this season. You know, they're going to have a really good season. They have some pretty good freshmen on their team. So their next game, you know, besides after they're after them playing in um, El Paso, Texas, they're going to be playing Fresno Pacific on November 14th, which is a Tuesday at 7 p.m. in the Arcardo Center. Great. Super excited for our men's and women's basketball. Coming up in the show, we're going to have a story on Mariah Carey, so stay tuned with that. Paula, what we got going on uh, for campus? Oh, hey, guys. Well, just so you know, it's, well, you probably already know that it's November, which means that midterms are here, Thanksgiving breaks around the corner, and we're all feeling just a little bit lazy. Yeah, Yeah, Netflix and chill, coffee, hot cocoa, warm blankets. Thinking about Thanksgiving dinner, getting fat, Christmas music, even though Christmas is in December, but... November is always the time, you know, to listen to Christmas music, so. All right, guys, you're getting a little bit ahead of yourselves. Before we get there, we have to get through that midterm season. And for those of you who've taken your midterms, like, congratulations on that. But those of you that haven't taken your midterms, we say good luck over here. So there's been an eight-week stress management and study skills workshop for students. And if it's you're anything like me, you're probably wondering, like, why is it eight weeks? Because when I saw that too, that I thought eight weeks was a lot. It's every Thursday. But actually, these workshops are super helpful. They're like an hour long, and they go into detail about like study habits that you could pick up, you know, stress management, ways that you can participate in class to help you pick up your grades, you know, and understand the material that the teacher will be teaching. I could also see like maybe like a help you focus as well. I mean, mm-hmm. so for me, when I, I, I I'll admit it, I do some meditation. I do some type of um, I'll, I'll you know go on the treadmill. I'll do some running um, just to clear my head and uh, just to kind of you know do some uh, healthy unwinding. Um, every now and then, everybody wants to like turn up and have a good time, but that's kind of like unhealthy. So these are some some healthy ways to get into uh, unwinding and, and relieving some stress. Yeah, because going out, I don't think that's going to solve any of our problems. The one that I attended actually put the emph- a really big emphasis on like study habits and where you study. So like, it's an eight-week session, right? Oh. So, 
So it each session has its own designation. So maybe in one week they'll do relaxation, the other week they'll do your study habits, just like they did on this one, and then. So where is this uh, workshop? Where are the workshops being held at? So um, the that's a good question. The stress management and study skills workshops they are in DDH room one hundred eight A. Great work, Paula. Thank you so much. Um, keeping it for keeping us informed of what's going on on campus. And um, so we covered some topics on campus. We covered some sports. We covered workshops that we're holding here for, you know, stress and studying and, and, and uh, coping with uh, midterm season. So um, let's move into stuff that's outside of campus, more of culture related, more of entertainment related. So uh, Lyric. You did some um, research on... Mariah Carey. So let's get into Mariah Carey. So Mariah Carey's formal um, security guard, Michael Anilio, is claiming that she sexually assaulted him. Not only that, but he's also saying that she called him a white supremacist and a Nazi out in public. So he's also claiming that she embarrassed him out in public. So in the lawsuit, it says that he worked for Mariah Carey from June 2015 to um, 2017. Um, he was promised another two years, which he said he should be getting paid at least $511,000 for those two years. And he's also claiming that she called him, like for the sexual assault part, she called him to her room. And I guess she was like coming on to him, but there was like no physical, like, you know, no, no physical attachment or whatever in that, but he's claiming that she tried to sexually assault him. So I'm not really too sure on how it's sexual assault because he said there's no physical contact, but he's claiming that she came on to him. So it's just kind of weird to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, this whole sexual assault, sexual harassment, it's been a lot on the news lately with um, Harvey Weinstein. Yes, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. yeah. So I just feel like he's probably trying to get... Mariah's money. Probably. <laughs> you know, people do a lot of things to be in the eye just for money. People are so money hungry. So who knows? I'm very interested to see how this plays out. And so um, let's let's get into something a little bit more positive and let's finish off with giving back to the community type of stories. And Claire, so what do you got for us today? Hey, guys. Um, I'm going to talk about community events. I have two events that I wanted to talk about. Um, the first one is called Heroes and Helmets Fundraiser. So um, on November 1st, we had the Kern County Fire Department out on um, all, not all the street corners, but on Stockdale and Gosford and on Olive and Newton. They were standing out there in their turnout gear, which is just like the big firefighter pants and boots. And they had their helmets out. So the goal was to fill up their helmets with money. And with this money that they have been collecting, they're going to give it to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And not only are they giving it to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, but they're giving it to the kids who are here locally in town so it's not like it's always nice to give to a good foundation but it's even it's kind of cool just to know that your money is going to stay here locally and you get to help out local kids they also a part of this um fundraiser they had a drive-through which was held like a drive-through lunch that was held in front of the kget studios which is on 22nd and l street and there they served like tri-tip sandwiches and drinks and all that kind of good stuff and again all the proceeds that um from that drive through lunch that you paid for to get your food also went to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And I just also wanted to throw in there that if anyone um, was interested in donating to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, um, they're always taking donations online and you can even donate locally. Um, if you're gonna do that, it's under Central California Make-A-Wish Foundation. 
The second little event I want to talk about is, as Lyric and Paul talked about before, it's um, it's holiday time, whether we're ready for it or not. Christmas is here, and stores everywhere are embracing it. They've got Christmas decorations everywhere, and even on the radio, I've even heard Christmas music already, which, which is nuts to me, because it's not even Thanksgiving yeah. yet. I almost feel bad for Thanksgiving, like it's just getting forgotten about. I feel like Christmas is like starting to show up sooner and sooner and sooner, like, we haven't gone through, you know, we just got out of uh, Halloween and, you know. It really is. Yeah. I swear, like, right after Halloween, boom, all of our Christmas decorations went up in the store that I work at. Yeah. And um, so for our little holiday event that I wanted to talk about, it is called Christmas Cottage. And they've been doing it for the past 30 years. And it's um, where they raise money for kids that are in the foster care system. And they are holding, well, they've already started um, getting ready for their event. The location that's going to be at is off of Callaway in the Rosedale Village Shopping Center. Um, The preparations that they've been doing for the Holiday Cottage, I'm sorry, I said Christmas Cottage before. The title is Holiday College Cottage. And um, it's going to, they prepped on Monday, November 6th. Um, This year, Home Depot and Ikea both volunteered to be um, decorating partners for the cottage. Some employees from the four Home Depot locations in Bakersfield and even one from Tehachapi woke up super early to begin building this year's display for the Holiday Cottage. The actual event itself will be held on November 27th. Its doors will officially be open and children's wishes can start to become a reality is The process of getting a gift to a child is super simple. Anyone who wants to donate um, to the children can go into the cottage. All you have to do is pick up a sheet of paper from the display wall, and it's super easy to locate. Um, Like I said, it's just over in the Rosedale area. um, So you pick up the sheet of paper with which has a child's name and a gift wish on it. After that, all that has to be done is buying and dropping off the gift back at the Holiday Cottage, where it will then be given to the corresponding child. And this year, the Holiday Cottage, like I said, will be open November 27th to December 11th. And it will be open every day from 10 to 7. Is there a website that people can go to and and check it out for themselves? Yeah, um, if you just go to the KGET um, news website and you just type in Holiday Cottage, all the information is there all right guys so enough about midterms mariah carey basketball holiday stuff we're gonna get into some good news i mean there's been a lot of bad events happening around you know the world and there's never anything that's positive on the news or anything that's like motivating for us so claire's gonna get into some good news today hey guys um here it is with the good news my first story is a the it is titled childhood cancer survivor becomes a nurse at a hospital that she was treated at. So here's a little bit of the story. 24-year-old Montana Brown was diagnosed at age two with a rare form of connective tissue cancer. She was treated at Atlanta Choa's Aflac Cancer and Blood Disorders Cancer Cancer Center for one year. After her successful treatment, she led a normal childhood until 13 years later she was burdened again with cancer during her freshman year of high school. Brown went into remission once again, and the hospital held a special place in her heart. After studying pediatric oncology all throughout school, she finally became a nurse and got a job at the very hospital that treated her. I think that is an amazing story. Number one, I am a nursing major myself, so I know like the hard work and dedication that has to go into just trying to become a nurse in general. And then not only that, but she picked her specialty to be oncology, and you know that 
she's not just like sympathetic toward those kids, but she has empathy too. Like she went through that herself and she was able to overcome it not only once, but twice. And to me, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And she's able to relate to them, you know, because she went through the pain. She knows what it's like to get treatment, chemo. So I think that's amazing how she went to school to become a nurse because now she's helping kids who were once like her and she can give them like hope and faith. You know, she's basically like a walking test testament, basically, you know, so that's so crazy. Exactly. Shout out to Montana. So what's next? So what's your other good news? I'm very excited because I like the first one about how she wants to help. So the second good news story I have is about a little girl. Her name is Armani and she lives with Down syndrome. She also has vision problems and a low functioning immune system, which um, this year it unfortunately made it really hard for her to go trick or treating. And with Halloween, you know, being a really big um, event to kids that age and you know everyone wants to, everyone wants to go out and go trick-or-treating but unfortunately it was really hard for her to do with her disabilities so this year um, her sister's boyfriend and his fellow Ridge Culver fire department firefighter stopped by their house and they brought tons and tons of candy and they were all fully decked out in their gear and you know what little kid doesn't love to see a fireman or you know because when you're a little kid you know firemen they just seem really cool with the big trucks and all that kind of stuff so they actually came over to their house while they were on duty which is just really cool because that's something they didn't have to do you know they're busy they have their job to be taken care of but they took time out of their day to go visit Armani on Halloween and they brought her candy on top of all of that. Um, they even sang her her favorite song, which is Happy Birthday. And even though it wasn't actually her birthday, she just adores that song. And they also got to talk to her about some of her favorite things, which include ice cream cake and, of course, the candy that they brought over. And the article that talks about Armani and her sister, it just ends by saying, Keep up the amazing job. I am so moved by the Culver Fire Department. Thank you guys so much for stopping by and making my sister's Halloween one of her favorites so far. Yeah, that's so amazing. Who doesn't like ice cream cake, right? Like, I think that was so uplifting how they went and they, you know, were able to give her candy because kids love candy. So I'm pretty sure she was really excited about that. Yeah, so thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to my good news stories. Um... Even with all the tragic events happening, you know, here and just all around the world, don't forget that there still are good people out there and, you know, stay happy and stay motivated. Sounds great. Thank you for tuning in. That pretty much does it for our podcast. Um, shout out to therunneronline.com where you could find all our news stories and all our sports stories online. Um, also to um, keep up with our podcast, you could find it under Runner Radio tab. Thank you, Lyric. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Claire. And that pretty much does it for us. Thank you for tuning in. See you later. Bye. Bye.